This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's go back to 1994 because this is when the Bills were in the midst of going to four Super Bowls and never won one. We remember that, but they were such a great team and their head coach during that time, Marv Levy. Well, on October 10th, 1994, on Empire Sports Network, on the Marv Levy Show, the head coach appeared and he said, Guys, I wrote a Bills fight song. And the reason why I wrote it is because last week we were getting ready to play the Dolphins. And I told the guys in the locker room, if you win this game against Miami, I promise I will write a fight song for the team. Well, the Bills won that game 21-11. to Levy came through on his bet. So let's take you back to October 10th, 1994. Go Bills, for we are here to cheer for you. Go Bills, we are your fans so true. With victory in sight, we'll yell with all our might. So go Bills, fight Bills, go. Come on, let's win for Buffalo. Go Bills, we're with you. Fight Bills, we're with you. Go Bills, let's win this game. We'll raise up all our voices high. A Bills team spirit will not die. So go, Bills, fight, Bills, go. Go. Go, Bills. I don't think that song ever really caught on, but Marv Levy is one of the most likable head coaches who has ever been a part of this game. He is now 97 years old and the oldest living member of the NFL Hall of Fame. Chelsea, with all due respect to Marv Levy, it's not the best song, but I love You would never see now a head coach in 2023 have the guts to say, I'm going to write a fight song about our team. That's why I love this. And sing it. Like and Mar- sing it. <laughs> Marv Levy like, sounds like the guy that's singing happy birthday that you're like, all right, dude. Like, maybe <laughs> you just go stand in the corner because you're ruining it for the rest of us. Like, his voice, not great. And the eth- enthusiasm, not great. Like, didn't they sound like they were singing at like a Methodist church? Yes. <laughs> he said, Our if you Father watch- who art in heaven, <laughs> hallowed be thy name. I, I, I love that whole clip. If you've ever seen it, they used to play it on ESPN all the time. And apparently he went over the song with the crowd before he started singing it. But I, I just thought that was such a funny moment that you would never see now. <laughs> the only guy who, who might do something like that is Andy Reid. But his song would be mm-hmm. like, I like cheeseburgers, 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 single meat, double meat, feed me cheese. You know, it'd be something about cheeseburgers because he loves them. But yeah, Marv Levy is, I don't want to say a relic. He just comes from a different time. And I always think about that when I think about the Buffalo Bills. So let's fast forward to today. No fight song, but still a hell of a talented Buffalo Bills team. Plus 425 at MGM to win the AFC, to win the Super Bowl, 8-1, to one, the third lowest odds to win the AFC East. They are plus 130. They are the favorites to make the playoffs. Minus 250 is yes. No is 2-1. to one. Their win total set at 10 and a hook. The over, minus 140. The under, plus 115. And if you like Josh Allen to win MVP, which we've talked about, I feel like, for a decade now, he is plus 750. Chelsea... I do believe, I think, the Bills are the best team in this division, but this is such a competitive division. And I don't want to say the window is closing for Buffalo. I don't believe that. 
but they have been so very close for the past few seasons. At some point, they have got to break through before everyone else catches up because they are. Right, because all of their problems seem to come in the postseason, right? During the regular season, don't they look like one of the best teams in the NFL? It seems like every year for the past three or four years, but the problems come in the postseason. And I think a lot of it is just because the AFC has been so tough. Like, remember that game against the Chiefs in which it was decided mm-hmm. in overtime, where a lot of people thought it was decided by a coin flip. But if your defense can't stop anybody, uh, that's a problem as well. That's another discussion. But still, on paper, this is a team that every single year, it looks like they should be a good team. Like, I was looking for weaknesses. Uh, and I was like, well, maybe they had something wrong with their defense. Not really. Excellent run defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, allowed some of the fewest points per game. And also... Uh, one of the best offenses in football, second most points per game right behind the Kansas City Chiefs. But guess who resides in the AFC? That would be the Kansas City Chiefs. So uh, there are some big roadblocks, once again, for the Bills to reach a Super Bowl just because they play in that division that's so tough. Uh, But again, on paper, it looks like a great team. What do you think the disconnect is between the Bills and postseason success? Because like I said, They look so good on paper. They've got a great quarterback that's incredibly hard to stop. And maybe um, I feel like it's almost sacrilegious to like put Mm -hmm. any of this on Josh Allen, but like some of those big games, like he has some big turnovers and like as dynamic as he is, because I don't think they would be in the position that they would be in if it weren't for Josh Allen. But again, sometimes Josh Allen giveth and sometimes Mm -hmm. Josh Allen taketh. So do you think the ceiling, once again, is the Super Bowl for this team? There's no question. They have the talent to win it all. The odds bear that out. I think with the mm-hmm. Bills, they are. there are two things to be concerned with. Number one is the AFC is just so tough. Like how many times have they been so close to breaking through? They just happen to run into the Chiefs, you know? So there's no shame in that. Last year, they ran into the Bengals. The Bengals have been to a Super Bowl. So it just goes to show that as good as you can be, the AFC is so tough to get out of. And then also, there is so much writing on the shoulders of Josh Allen. He is asked to do absolutely everything. And moving forward, like we always say with quarterbacks who pass and run the ball, we talk about Lamar Jackson a lot. Josh Allen is also in this category where you can only take so many hits running the football before you start to wear down. Josh Allen was sacked 33 times last season. So even when he's not running the ball and taking hits, he is being brought down behind the line of scrimmage. Now, I will give Buffalo credit. They did sign Connor McGovern from the Cowboys, David Edwards from the Rams. They drafted Osiris Torrance from Florida in the third round. So they're doing their best to put more protection in front of Josh Allen. But ultimately, I kind of feel like he needs another weapon or two just to help him out a little bit because he can only do so much. Right, but I think he has enough weapons to be a good team. I think the biggest story for me with the Bills is reading between the lines. There are some Mm -hmm. things that kind of make you wonder. Like, remember Leslie Frazier taking a year off from coaching? You're like, what is he doing? Like, why would you take a year off from this team that's so talented? And then Mm -hmm. you see the stuff with Stephon Diggs and how they first say it's a non-football issue. Then there are, like, some rumors that it's something about how he didn't get the ball enough in the postseason. When you see little stories like this, and, you know, it's two stories, so maybe it's nothing. 
does that mean something to you when it comes to picking a team to win the Super Bowl? Because I feel like if anything's off, the it's it makes it tougher for me to choose that team because I feel like there's something going on behind the scenes in Buffalo that maybe we aren't seeing. Yeah, I wonder about the whole Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen relationship. And look, they can say it was overblown. It's not a big deal. But when your head coach comes out, when Sean McDermott comes out and says, yeah, this is a problem. And then what, of course, do they do? As the media blew this out of proportion, I'm like, yo, your head coach came out and said it was an issue. When the head coach of your football team says this is a problem, it's not the media saying, you know what, I think I'll generate a problem here or I'll create a controversy. You started this, not us. So Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs have to get on the same page. And I I do think that Stephon Diggs needs to grow up just a little bit just because this was an issue with the Vikings and he had an issue with Kirk Cousins. And then last year he had an issue with Josh Allen. He didn't speak to the media after that loss. Look, If you lose, you got to stand up and be a man and speak to the media. You just do. Everyone else did it. If you you win as a team and you lose as a team, that's a very old cliche, but it's the truth. So Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen, they are as good as it gets as far as a one-two connection, a quarterback-receiver connection in the NFL. I'm sure they will be okay, but certainly there's something there or this wouldn't have been an issue in the first place. Right. It makes me think that there is something there, even if it's small, even if it's quote unquote, nothing we've Mm -hmm. seen him like kind of have, I'm not going to say altercations, but you could see him yelling on the sidelines. So like, it's not nothing. We have evidence, video evidence that something is going on. Uh, But I think this goes in one of two directions. Either there is some kind of rift between Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs or Stefan Diggs is a man on a mission. And now that the bills know that, we probably need to get him the ball more in these big time situations. He's going to have a huge year. So do you have a leaning towards which season you think it's going to be? Like, do you think they get him the ball more now that he's complained about it? Here's the thing. This is what I, this is my quandary. Stefan Diggs is an incredible talent, but you don't just force feed a guy the football just because he wants it. You get him the football because he's going to be open. He's an incredible player. He will get his. I think if I go back, if I remember correctly, I believe it's because Stephon Diggs believed he was open and Josh Allen wasn't targeting him. That was the issue in that playoff game against the Bengals where the Bengals won that game 27-10 in Buffalo. Wasn't really close. So I understand the frustration, but ultimately, especially in a playoff game, I respect the fact that you want to win, you want the football, but you can't say, I want my targets at the expense of everyone else. No, but they also didn't win the game. So maybe that is the reason for his madness. Because it would be one thing if they won the game and you say, hey, this is the bigger game plan, like we won the game. But they only scored 10 points. So I don't know. I'm sure they've watched some film and tried to figure it out. Yeah, I hope they figure it out. And who knows? These guys are close. I'm sure you've seen the videos of Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs saying they love each other. They're brothers. Brothers fight. So hopefully things will be okay in Buffalo because I want the Bills to be good. Go Bills. We're with you. Fight Bills. Let's win this game. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.